Hey everyone, this is Tony, Dungeon Master for the Orenthal Campaign. With me here is Bethany. Hi. Who plays Saria. So, quick announcements, and then we're going to jump into what has happened in the world of Orenthal so far. First of all, we have a website. It is dndraw.com. Here is where we plan to post all of the different episodes, as well as some character sheets, character bios, and even use it as a blog and a way to communicate between you, our audience, and us. So maybe not exactly an announcement, but just to clarify, I'm Tony's wife, and he introduced me first <laughs> as the character I play. So this is Bethany, Tony's wife, who plays Saria. So one thing you can do to support the show is, I don't know if you've heard of this site called Amazon.com. Uh-huh. It's pretty outstanding. Uh, I would say I have used it, oh, I don't know, probably a few times a month to order really crucial stuff like squeaky toys for dogs. Occasionally a D&D rule book. Occasionally? Okay, occasionally, as needed. You know, maybe not so much for dice, but, you know, some other RPG supplies. Uh, I don't know if anyone else has had these things where you're like, I wish I could buy something and then it would arrive at my house, you know, within a couple days or even the same day. Well, Amazon.com, this amazing thing you've never heard of, can do that. So if you go to our website, you can help support us by clicking our Amazon associate link. So if you're just going about your, well, I was going to say regular purchasing, new purchasing, because obviously you've never been to Amazon. And uh, if you check out with anything in your shopping cart, a small percentage is going to be basically reimbursed to the show because of our amazing advertising ability by sending you to this Amazon site you would not have heard of. All right, mostly we're just being facetious, but really <laughs> a lot of us shop on Amazon. If you do and you're not already supporting someone else, we would love it if you click the link and just support us because that'll cover things like our hosting and our equipment so we can improve the quality and the frequency of our show and everything else we produce. So we would appreciate it if you take the time. Yeah, that was one of the things that we all discussed early on is that we wanted to provide free content, free episodes for, for everyone out there because honestly, we just love playing D&D. And uh, just wanted to really provide good content out there that you don't have to pay for. Uh, but we still need some ways in order to boost the show and boost our quality. And we were originally thinking using the Amazon Associate link would help to do that. It would help to provide costs for, like you said, our hosting, any of our equipment. And then we can also provide content more frequently than we're currently doing. We felt like we, you might notice that our episodes are going to be of higher quality coming out soon. <laughs> we have we have increased our, our subscription and are now able to put out content at a higher quality audio. <laughs> so we're now able to uh, publish our episodes at the same quality which we produce them because before we had to do some, some tweaking to minimize it to reduce the size of our episodes. So everything should be... Well, I don't know about crystal clear, but as clear as we can get it so you guys can just focus on the amazing story, the sometimes amazing role playing, <laughs> the great DMing, and just the general entertainment. We are also uploading our episodes onto YouTube, as well as other potential bonus videos such as behind the DM screen and the like. Again, everywhere is D&D Raw in order to find us, so you can find us on the website or now on YouTube. Feel free to comment, subscribe. We would love it if you'd subscribe. We're going to keep trying to put out content through as many channels as possible because we want to make it as accessible as possible. We know everybody has their preferred platform for listening and engaging. You know, right now we have, a, we tend to be most engaged on Twitter, but we're trying to diversify and really expand our reach. So, you know, contact us anywhere. 
If you have a question to the DM, you can also reach me at DM at dndraw.com. Yes. Please ask me anything. Uh, I'm happy to provide any answers. Uh, I love conversing with fans out there of our show. And that actually brings me to an excellent point that we want to make is we would love reviews. Mm -hmm. We would love feedback. We were trying to provide great content out there with the story and everything that we have building. But we would love to know what you all like, what you all enjoy about the show so we can provide more of that. And we can tweak things that you don't like. Reviews and feedback and, and ratings and all that will help us do that. We're humans. Feel free to contact us. We're relatively good at communicating, by which I mean we will always try yep. to engage and represent who we really are <laughs> outside of the show. We all have a bit of our characters in us here and there. And for a final announcement, we were thinking about starting a Patreon soon, and we're wondering what sort of rewards you would like to see. Please message us on Twitter at RulesIsWritten or email us at dm at dndraw.com. And for all of you that are new to the show and haven't had a chance to catch up yet, here's what the party's been up to so far. Previously in Orenthal, each of our player characters were introduced into the world individually and began their journey into the mysterious disappearances that have plagued the low-class districts of the city. Sari began her journey at Zuxaria's Academy of their Arcane, where she was excited for the chance to meet the hero of the Cataclysm, Thovan Arborshade, and impress him with her strange skills. Shortly after this, she learned from Janabellus Aenor that the evocation instructor Noah and Elethra, a woman whose Saria had helped to secure a job at the academy, had gone missing. Trying to find what she could, Saria went to the Nickel Granger Tavern and spoke with the innkeeper Garrett Brushgather, and learned that there had been a series of people who have acted strangely before disappearing entirely, as well as learned of a dwarf that went missing recently as well. Deciding to check on one of the last people that may have seen Elethra, Saria went to the lone shark, half-orc, Lash. Lash knew nothing of Alethra's disappearance, but she revealed a symbol to Saria that the young Asimar had not seen since she left the conclave in which she was raised. Deciding to follow Lash, Saria chose to attend a meeting with a man named Vral, who led a group known as the Shadow Wolves. Tor, meanwhile, learned of the disappearances through the innkeeper Mardred Dunkel, and as he began the search for her barmaid, Olma Stayanoga, he came across a creepy old blind woman who pointed him in the direction of Olma's former home, the blind woman giving him the name Bai Agosto. It was there that Tor found a scrap of his old research for which he was exiled from his clan over, and even gave chase to a strange little gnome who eventually introduced himself as Gerbo. Gerbo promised more information to Tor if he came to a meeting with him and the leader of the Shadow Wolves, Vral. Kalima was introduced as she was escorting the ambassador of the Wood Elves, Antinua, from the capital Meliamne to the Adamantine Palace, where she met the entire ruling council as well as the other diplomats from the other kingdoms. It wasn't long before her abilities as the cleric of the god of death, Kelimvor, were requested by a priest of Lathander that she met there, named Shamar. After blessing the bodies of some individuals who were being prepared to be put to rest, Shamar received word that Kalima's aid was requested elsewhere, and that an old friend of hers, one who was supposed to be dead, was seen just a few days ago. Angry but intrigued, Kalima decided to attend this meeting as well. Daryl, however, 
found himself sad that his favorite class of the day was canceled, as the evocation instructor Noah was nowhere to be found. He used the time, however, to study, though that was interrupted, when eventually a sending spell from Noah told the young wizard to head to the Low Hills District. There, Daryl met with his instructor and a young gnome woman who explained that a wizard was requested to help with a somewhat shady organization, that the academy could not be officially seen in any way helping this group. Daryl agreed to do what Noah asked of him, and was escorted by the young gnome, Lily, to this meeting with Vral. Then finally, Sildan was helping out his little monks when he was called to provide unseen guard to the Queen of Orenthal, Lady Kara, and her children. Sildan even had a small run-in with the little Prince Oral, but decided to cut his guard short when a disturbance could be heard coming from the Ankelab Heights district. With approval from the captain of the guard, Captain Marsk, Sildan rushed over but was stopped from interfering in a chase between, who everyone else knows is Tor and Gerbo, by a strange well-groomed man. After playing word games with Sildan for some time, the man introduced himself as Vral, the leader of a group known as the Shadow Wolves and that he was putting a team together to investigate another group that had come into the city, known as the Whispered Ones. Agreeing to help this Vral in exchange for information on the monk's former master, Sildan was escorted to the meeting as the final member of this team. Our players found themselves beginning to gather at the hideout of Vral Humblefire. Tor was the first to arrive with Gerbo, shortly followed by Saria being led by Lash to the location. The two hit it off quite well with Tor eventually just not answering Saria's questions as he stared into the fire waiting for the rest of the party to arrive. Shortly after Saria, Sildan arrived. He was led by Vral himself who was short in his answers towards Saria and Tor saying that he would be happy to answer all of their questions once the actual meeting began. Not too long after, Lily, a member of the Garrickson as she continued to tell everyone though she was not supposed to, led Daryl towards the meeting place and introduced herself to everyone there. Shortly after Lily's arrival came Kalima, who was led by the priest of Lathander, Shamar. As the party sat together, Vral and Gerbo came back into the room and announced that things would now begin. The party finds themselves at a meeting with Vral Humblefire, leader of the Shadow Wolves, and Gerbo Garrick, spymaster of the royal court. The group discovers that all of them have been affected by a secret organization known as the Whispered Ones, who seem to be linked in some way to the recent mysterious disappearances of several individuals. The players learn that Saria had essentially been raised by this group, but knew little about them. Kalima's former, supposedly dead, squadmate was seen conversing with a known member of this group, Sildan's master may have been killed by them, as well as Zoxiara, the former headmistress of the Academy of the Arcane. Vral even admitted that he unknowingly helped the Whispered Ones when he was paid to smuggle a dwarf named Trabon out of the Thessan Kingdom, a dwarf who was apparently linked with Tor's formal research. Tor, meanwhile, potentially worries that his memory may not be as reliable as he believed, as the old woman he had spoken to, by Agosto, is in fact only a fairy tale, and the coin he had given her was still in his pocket. You had gone to search in the Low Hills District, trying to find Melika, where Melika was last seen. And as you're exploring the era, you found yourselves surrounded by a group of individuals who 
told you to uh, give them your coin and your food and you could walk out alive. Unbeknownst to them, however, Sildon had stepped back and around as Saria shrunk and darted away and were all together just quickly eliminated this threat. After you dealt with them, you did find a scrap of paper on him. Pretty badly damaged, but based off of how you studied it, it was no handwriting you recognized, but it seemed like whoever wrote this common wasn't their first language. And... It was written recently. As this is all happening, Sildan decides that he was going to start running around the area to see if there was anyone nearby. And as he did so, he spotted a somewhat short figure suddenly notice him and duck behind a building in which he called out, There's someone there! The party chased after a dwarven figure and successfully avoided the trap that led to his underground bunker. As they traversed downward, they saw two humanoids burning bedrolls and scraps of parchment with Saria quickly extinguished. As the rest of the party arrived on the scene, Kalima recognized the human as Melika, though he seemed to have little to no memory of her or his past as a soldier. Saria also recognized the dwarven figure as Trabon Strakhelm, and Tor became enraged as he came face to face with the person who apparently stole his research. Trying to gather information from the two figures, the party questioned where they had been and what their intentions were when Melika began to grow annoyed and decided to continue burning the documents before them. Melika did start the fire with Daryl immediately putting it out utilizing pyrotechnics, however did not blind the two individuals as he was hoping to do. With the rest of you initially trying to incapacitate them, Melika was able to escape utilizing some form of teleportation spell, and Trabone revealed his true form, that of a massive Oni. The fight went very badly well, it went at... Perfect. <laughs> For some of us, it perfect. went fine. For others... <laughs> yeah, not so much. With Daryl hitting the floor twice, first with a sleep spell, and then having his hit points drop to zero thanks to a cone of cold. However, once realizing that you were not going to be able to simply incapacitate this Oni, Saria utilized her psionic weapon ability and carved a big chunk out of him before, Kalima, you revived Daryl, barely holding on yourself, by the way, with two hit points, <laughs> as Daryl dealt the final blow, sending a firebolt through the beast and dropping it to the ground. Meanwhile, you were able to search its body and found a small pendant that looked like an eye, which Daryl successfully identified as a hag's eye. It supposedly had the powers to allow the hag who created it to see through it as if they were actually there. Sildan, you decide to wrap it up in your own bedroll and tuck it into your pack, while the rest of you gather the papers. Tor, you took as much time as you could in all this to start searching through them. However, many of them were not in a language that you knew, but there was some Dwarvish. Saria, you did look in and notice that there were several scraps of parchment in Celestial, which you then collected and pocketed yourself to look at later. Meanwhile, you did put the Oni's body kind of off into the corner, in which Daryl then cast a few firebolts to burn it and make sure that it would not come back thanks to Kalima's warning of potential undeadedness. <laughs> undeadedness. From there, you made your way to the Nickel Granger Tavern, 
where Saria was able to procure two rooms for you, with Sildan deciding to stay in the main tavern floor and just trance as he only required four hours in this trance with another four hours of rest. Mm -hmm. While the rest of you shared rooms, Saria, Kalima, and then Daryl and Tor, Sildan finishes meditation, spent a bit of time kind of relaxing and just being about the bar, when very early in the morning, a half-elven figure who... Sildan eventually recognized as Elsis, one of his little ones, approached him and said in a voice that was not her own, leave this quest or we will kill the other two. And immediately she collapsed unconscious to the floor. 